Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with Discovery Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about self-control and self-discipline. We've got uh, Jody doing the presentation this evening. Go ahead and take the mic, Jody. All right. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, like you said, we're going to talk about self-control and self-discipline. And they, they kind of sound like the same thing, but we're going to kind of talk a little bit about how they kind of tie together and how that really plays into our discover it concept. So when it comes to self-control, it, it really has to deal with how we deal with situations and how we either allow things to happen or we take control of them. So in most situations, we have some sort of emotional response or that internal thought that's just going to kick in and trigger and just kind of play out some sort of feeling or some sort of action and things like that. So being able to recognize that is really the key to this self-control. And if you, you look at a lot of people have these triggers, like I mentioned. So to be able to recognize those, identify, confront, and be proactive, those are going to be the steps we're going to use to really hone in on taking control of our lives and and being more disciplined in our in what we plan on doing. So the the number one thing for being disciplined is really having a goal. Um, some some people talk about having a why. You need to have some sort of purpose that really drives you to want to do what you're looking to do. Uh, if we don't if we don't have that why or that purpose, it's just gonna it's not really gonna have any true meaning, and it's not really gonna allow us to take control of our life and really accomplish those goals. Um, we did a podcast a while back talking about some goals uh, to kind of help focus in on those. And really you have to kind of trust yourself and your abilities to really feel reliable that you can actually accomplish those goals. Um, the next part is being consistent. There's going to be a lot of things where there's going to be uh, schedule conflicts and things like that. And you just have to be consistent on a day-to-day basis and know that things are going to happen, things are going to come up, but being able to overcome those and not let them get in your way is really going to help you push to, to achieve those goals. Um, there's a couple other podcasts we did. One was on self-reliance, and another one is understanding the victim mentality. And the victim mentality is real important when it comes to self-control. Because a lot of times you'll hear people kind of use this victim mentality in a way that really blocks, I guess, it kind of creates an excuse for them on why they can't do something. Um, I used to say, you know, it's just the way I am. Some people say, I was born that way, or everybody does it, or that's just the way I was raised. And there's so many different things where people just, they use that victim mentality and that sort of that excuse to not think they can accomplish things and not really push themselves into taking control of what they want to do. So there's a serenity prayer that a lot of recovery groups use it and things like that. And it says, um, your, your grant serenity for the acceptance to, or to accept the things we cannot change and the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that's really important because 
there's a lot of external things that happen, um, ex- like whether it's dealing with people or dealing with the weather. There's a lot of those things that we just can't control. And if we let our internal thought or that emotional response just take over, then we're kind of hopeless. So being able to recognize that there's going to be things, there's going to be people, there's going to be all kinds of stuff that we deal with, that a lot of those we're just not going to have control over. Um, There's a lot of bad people out there. There's a lot of people that just don't know any better. So having relationships and communicating with people like that, you really have to understand where they're coming from and that you have no control over what other people do and how other people think. Uh, There's another good saying I hear all the time. It says, what other people think of me is none of my business. And it just helps reinforce that fact that, you know, other people's feelings and actions towards you really doesn't have anything to do with you. It really has to do with how they are and what kind of state or stage in their life that they're at. So a lot of times people will get triggered. They'll get fall right back into that internal thought or that emotional response where they can't really, they feel like they can't do anything about it. You've probably heard this saying a bunch of times, oh, this person really makes me mad or I really hate traffic or I really hate this job. And it's really that kind of victim mentality where they really don't think they can do anything about it and they're kind of letting other people control how, the, how they think. Um, so being able to recognize that and understand how that plays in is really key to be able to take that self-control back. You may have heard a bunch of stories um, of people who were captured during war and, and uh, prisoner of war camps and things like that. And there's been some profound stories where you wouldn't believe how people really dealt with all the torture and things that they went through. And when you hear, uh, there's a guy that, wrote a book um it's called the man's search for meaning i believe and uh can't think of the author off the top of my head but uh, he he, de- he t- describes like how he really didn't let any of those external surroundings any of the things that were happening really control his mind and how he was thinking and it's really like a, a perfect example of how he took, care, he took control of his mind and his emotions and his thoughts and didn't let any of those external things get in the way. Um, another thing is, like, sometimes we have expectations for other people. You think they're, they're supposed to be a certain way. And uh, I've heard a lot of times expectations are really just, you know, dis- disappointments or resentments waiting to happen. Um, for more on resentments, we also did a podcast on that. So, just being able to understand those different things with the, using the three-step method, identify, confront, and be proactive on a consistent basis where we kind of reprogram that internal thought and we, we create new habits to allow us to kind of live this more peaceful, I guess, and serenity type of life. Um, there's a, a, a Stoic, his name was uh, Marcus Aurelius, uh, he was one of the, the great emperors, and uh, he talks a lot about this and how just not letting all those different things control our thoughts and our feelings. So 
it's a it, it's an interesting way to think about it and once you start to look at it that way and you start to really start practicing that on a on a regular basis you'll start to see how suddenly you have much more self-control over your thoughts your feelings and uh you can be disciplined in order to accomplish those things that you're looking to accomplish thanks paul you you're welcome i uh really appreciate that uh presentation tonight on self-control and self-discipline uh, i can relate back mm, a long ways back in my life when i didn't have that self-control and self-discipline and it was chaos a chaos life uh, a lot of things didn't go right for me and <clears throat> i can say it was a mess a lot of the times when i was real young so about uh, the presentation Jody, I know you've been in the uh, service 20 years and you retired, but in the 20 years you had to create self-control and self-discipline to teach your uh, men or your personnel uh, to do the right thing. Could you talk a little bit about that on how you did it? I think a lot of that um, really kind of ties into kind of getting people to understand that, you know, certain tasks that we have to do are just part of the job. And there's a lot of times there's a – being in the Navy, there's a lot of different people from a lot of different areas. So you kind of get that melting pot type of thing where people aren't used to dealing with these different types of personalities. So getting everybody to work together, um, getting them to understand that, you know, people are different and they're they're not – not everybody is working on a journey of self-discovery. So there's a lot of people that will just complain. Um, I work with some of them still where they just, they, just wanna, they just want an excuse. And it's a little bit harder in the military where if you don't like your job, you can't just quit. But a lot of people where I work now will, will complain about their job all the time. And you're like, well, why don't you go do something that you want to wanna do? And they don't really want to hear that. They just kind of, they're stuck in that victim mentality. So um, getting people to really just recognize they're working with different people, different personalities, and that they kind of have to accept those in order to accomplish the goal. So once you kind of focus on the purpose, um, in the military we always had like a plan of the day. So we always had, a goal like we need to get these things done and get everybody aligned to the same goal and purpose uh, so we get the task completed and then you know get out of work on time so I think that was really the key is trying to keep people focused on the goal um, and, and uh, it was a little bit easier on some of those where it's like hey we can't go home until this is done so it kind of cuts that procrastination out or if you don't have a goal, you're just kind of like, well, I'm not really, nothing really drives you. So I think that was probably the most important concept we used. Thanks, Jody. I got a lot out of it, and I'm sure our audience got a lot out of it also. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Jeff, you on call, buddy? I am. I think we were talking about a little bit. We had a session today, 
And uh, I think we were talking about self-control and self-discipline and some of the conversations that uh, we had. Uh, What self-control and self-discipline have you acquired and how soon in the past? How recently? Yes. Was that okay? Um, well, I would say that uh, for the beginning, most of most of my life up until I was about nineteen or so, um, I wasn't I wasn't really headed in any direction. I was really running from responsibility and not interested in doing anything that wasn't you know that I wasn't something that I found fun. Um, and then I um, went through a period of stress in my life and. Um, that stress had me reevaluating a lot of the choices I was making, and it didn't directly, um, or it didn't directly make me change everything. But it led me down a path where I stopped running from responsibility and started seeing how important it was to take on more responsibility, actually as much responsibility as you possibly can, um, because uh, I think taking on responsibility gives your life meaning. Um, and people who run from it are really just end up getting becoming lost. Um, but I think one fantastic way that uh, people can um, develop more self-control um, in, a, in such a way that doesn't really feel like self-control, um, it just feels natural, is by developing really good habits. And you start really small. So like let's say you want to go to the gym or start a more healthy lifestyle. So you want to go to the gym, and the first day you don't even really work out. You just go to the gym, do a lap around the gym, and then go home. And then the next day you go to the gym, you get on the treadmill, you walk for about two or three minutes, then you go home. And every single day you push yourself a little bit more. Um, And that actually uh, is a great way to build discipline because um, it's not something you're forcing yourself to do. It just becomes at every day this is what you do. It's not something you have to really make yourself go to anymore. Um, It's kind of like just waking up and um, taking a shower in the morning or waking up and brushing your teeth. You do it every day, so you keep doing it. Um, And I think that's a fantastic way for people who want to um, have more discipline and self-control in their life to realize that you don't have to become perfect right away. You actually should start off with really small goals and then continue to slightly increase the amount of um, responsibility and the amount of effort and the amount of work um, um, towards attaining those goals that you take on each day uh, and eventually it becomes, you know, second nature to you. Really, really appreciate that, Jeff. Um, Thanks for the uh, sharing with us tonight. Uh, Ray, you online, buddy? Thank you. Yeah, I'm online. Same question. How has self-control and self-discipline helped you or not helped you in your life? Well, it's definitely helped me. I think that's the the main factor in steering your life towards any particular goal. Recently, for me, I think it's just—it's always a—it's an ongoing battle to 
just like driving on the road. You know, you don't steer away from the curve and then you're, you're done. You know, you got to keep it centered and straight ahead. Um, for me, most recently I've been uh, waking up and going to the gym before I go to work. And I got to be to work at 6, so that that used to be a, a challenge in itself. And so to get up, instead of uh, some, some mornings I still fight, where I've uh, allowed myself to stay up late, and, and then uh, instead of getting up at 4 o'clock when my first alarm hit, I just climb back in the bed. Sometimes it's almost just like a reflex. You know, I don't, I don't even think about it. I just get back in the bed. My body's calling for more sleep. But at, at least every other morning, I'm getting up out of bed at 4 o'clock, going to the gym before I go to work. And the, the day is uh, completely, you know, completely different. It's... Uh, literally night and day, the days that I get up and go. So that that's, encourages me. I'm always reminded that if I get up that extra hour and then go go to the gym, that improves the quality of the, the rest of my, you know, the remaining hours of my day. So um, I think that's a very uh, clear example of my life, the difference that it makes, and it's all discipline. Because, you know, usually not just your mind, your, you know, your thoughts, but your body in that moment is screaming, just get back in bed. You need more sleep. You're going to be tired, et cetera, et cetera. And um, also while I'm at the gym, I make the habit of taking a cold shower. So after I do my workout, I go and turn the water on the coldest, coldest setting and and uh, I used to get, when I took a cold shower, I would, you know, kind of tense up and brace myself and ease into it. And then I'd, you know, be almost hyperventilating and breathing fast and, you know, quickly turn the water to warm. But I challenged myself to just keep a calm composure and just go into that, that cold shower and not even to uh, react as much to it. And I'm now looking into, like, doing an ice bath or these uh, tanks that can go at much colder temperatures because cold shower is not even as, as challenging to me anymore. Um, and certain parts of it is refreshing, like to feel all that stimulation in the body as it reacts to those cold temperatures. Temperatures is something I kind of look forward to. Um, but that, I think, is another tool that I use because Throughout my day, the, the fact that I've challenged myself, which, you know, some people refuse. I've talked to people that said, good for you, I, I would never do that. You know, so the fact that I'm facing some of the things that a person would never do right off the, the, the bat, you know, when I start my day, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. You know, there's very little, whether it be you know, talking, having a hard conversation with somebody at work or um, going the extra mile, going above and beyond to make sure that I'm, I'm you know, giving quality to, to my job is, to me, it's kind of small in comparison to getting up and then, you know, doing your workout at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning before the sun's up or 
step into a cold shower before I do the podcast. So, I mean, it sets the tone, but it also it also gives me a, a sense of achievement and accomplishment that I take with me throughout my day. And, and those are the most recent, but over over time, just with any goal that I set out to accomplish, it's a fight, and it requires that that persistence to hold yourself to that 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 uh, path. Again, just like driving, you know, you gotta hold yourself to that straight line, or else you'll you'll crash. So, so that's I, I definitely use discipline every day, and, and I try to increase the amount of discipline I'm, I'm able to uh, harness every day. Thank you, Ray. We really appreciate that. You know, while you were talking, uh, and Jody was talking about uh, self-control and self-discipline, and uh, Jeff, too, my mind continued to wander on a saying that I've always heard, a goal without discipline is in vain. And I think that's so true. You know, you can have a goal and you can be disciplined, but if you don't follow through with action, you know, nothing's going to happen. Anybody this evening want to say anything else about self-control and self-discipline before we get off? Yeah, just to piggyback off that, that, uh, you know, it's one of those things to catch yourself and catch it when it works on you because that's what it's going to try to do. Um, You know, one thing is to get you to believe that because you set a goal, people become passionate and become inspired and all these things and think somewhere subconsciously they feel as though they are doing something. They feel that it, they feel that it is active. And in a way, it's good. You got to set a goal in order to have something to act on. But to to remind ourselves, like what you're saying, Paul, that and I tend I tend to think like that a lot too. That the goal itself is it's uh, almost meaningless by itself. It, it'll make you feel good, make you feel like that I've got all these plans and all these you know I'm going places. You know, my future's bright, but. What we're often avoiding is the hard work that isn't so fun, it isn't so inspiring to say get up early in the morning to uh, to contribute an hour or two to making those calls to following the plan through, and we can keep ourselves busy with goals, with new goals, with adjusting the goal, with doing everything around the actual action that's required. And so it's definitely it's important to catch ourselves when we do that because if not, we can easily be misled into thinking that we're being productive and we're actually not being productive at all without the action. Thank you, Ray. I really appreciate that uh, additional input there. All right, gang. Uh, Jody? That was a great presentation you did tonight. Jeff, enjoy your uh, sharing tonight, and Ray, and for sharing and uh, giving us that additional information. Well, gang, we will see you all tomorrow, next Thursday at 730. I tell your friends, relatives, 
and even your enemies. We will see you then next Thursday at 7.30 and call in at 588-992-1035. Use access code 655-145. Y'all be real. Night. Bye-bye.